Hey everybody, this is Mark Richards, the owner of Wasatch Recovery and a proud sponsor of Todd Sylvester's BeliefCast. We are excited to have you join us as we discuss Wasatch Recovery's unique treatment programs for overcoming addictions and techniques for developing a healthier lifestyle. We call this the Wasatch Way. Wasatch Recovery's goal is to instill hope, teach resilience, and help you achieve recovery. Enjoy today's podcast. Welcome back, everybody. Once again, this is Todd Sylvester with the Todd Inspires Belief Cast. Thank you for tuning in. You guys are fantastic. I love all your support. Today, we're going to do another episode of the Wasatch Way, and I'm joined here with the owner of Wasatch Recovery, Mark Richards. Mark, good to uh, see you, buddy. Great to see you, Todd. I'm excited. <laughs> I really am. I'm always excited. Yeah, no, this has been great, and thanks, you guys, for sharing these episodes, especially with the Wasatch Way. We've had people check in because of it who needed help. We've had moms and dads and people reach out to Mark and our, and our marketing uh, team to, you know, looking for help. So I think we're, you know, we're accomplishing the things, you know, of what we wanted to do, why we, you know, when we decided to do these things, right? Totally agree. I think it's been very, very positive. It's exciting for us yeah. to be able to share what we do as a facility. Yeah. And uh, I think it's, I think it's had a real positive impact. Yeah. So yeah, this has been great. And today we're going to do something a little different. Um, we're going to actually turn the table here. Mark's going to actually interview me. Um, you know, I've been at Wasatch now for eight years and we were thinking about what, what's another episode and it might be good for our listeners to maybe, you know, hear my story, a little bits of it at least, and how I came about to be here at Wasatch Recovery and what I do here. I'm excited. <laughs> I, uh, I'm excited for a number of reasons. I get to, uh, obviously host this, uh, yeah. you know, whatever we want to call this, this, this Wasatch way, but yeah. I'm really excited to be able to just sit and talk with you from yeah. my perspective and yeah. hear your perspective because you're the one yeah. who gets to hear everybody else's perspective. Yeah. So I'm excited. I really am excited about that. Yeah. And I was telling Mark, this is the first time I've done this on my podcast. I mean, I've been on other people's podcasts to share my story and things like that. Not once on this one. And it's just weird, but it's cool at the same time. And I've been fortunate to be able to share such amazing stories, including yours, Mark. Um, and people, I had a, the other day, I had someone say, "Hey, I listened to Mark and Jeff's uh, podcast." You had, and I mean, that was four years ago, right? And people are still going, "Hey, I, I listened to that. It was so awesome." And how these guys put this thing together. So, it's been really cool. So, I, this is kind of neat to be able to have the roles reversed. Yeah, <laughs> I'm. I'm really excited. So. Um, yeah, where do we start? Well, let's 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 get rolling. Yeah. I uh, <laughs> again, I I think it's an exciting uh, few minutes that I get to be able to yeah. host your show. It's an honor, I'll yeah. be honest, to be yeah. able to uh, host yeah. a Todd's inspired, yeah. you know, belief cast. I think it's <laughs> I think it's amazing. So, cool. you know, I wanted to uh, just talk a little bit about you and then uh, sure. ask ask some questions. Uh, yeah, great. Uh, you've been working for Wasatch now for almost eight years. Yeah. And, uh, I want everybody to know that, you know, we had a lot of people in our lives that we had mutual friends, acquaintances. Right. Um, yeah. you have a nephew who married a niece of mine. Yep. I knew your <laughs> wife when I was ele in elementary school. Yep. Um, so it's ironic. It's always ironic to me how yeah people come together in yeah. this world. Yep. And uh, I think my first thing that I would love to hear from you is, you know, how did it, how did this come about? 
in your yeah. mind? How did you, how did Wasatch attract you? Yeah, that's a great question, and it's a cool story actually. And you know, so I before I uh, came to Wasatch, uh, where I've been, like you said, almost eight years, I was uh, doing life coaching, I was doing speaking events. And it was, you know, I've been, something that I've been doing for 30 years and I just love it and I love helping people. So it's just been something I've done and I've been very fortunate because I've overcome some really hard things in my life that kind of led to that as well. And, you know, I'll never forget, it was, it was a Sunday and I'm just home and I get a random phone call from one of my uh, clients who was struggling. It's like, man, I'm really struggling today, Todd. Is, do you know of any meetings we could go to? And, in, and to be honest, I've been out of the kind of the meeting realm for a while. I mean, I've done meetings before, like, you know, I'm talking AA meetings. And uh, and I didn't know for sure. I'm like, well, you know what? Let me get, make a few phone calls and I'll call you back. So at the time, um, a mutual friend of ours, uh, Laura Shank, was working for you um, here at Wasatch. And I knew that. And so I thought, you know what? I'm going to call her. And so I call her up and said, hey, you know what? I got a client who's struggling. I want to take him to a meeting tonight. Do you have any ideas where I could take him? And she immediately says, have him come up here to our alumni meeting. And I go, well, can we do that? And she goes, well, we're not really supposed to. <laughs> but she's <laughs> like, but come on up. You know, you know, we're good friends. And I go, I go, this guy's a good kid. He, he would love it. So I come here to the barn that we're in. We're, we're here live at uh, Wasatch Recovery. We call it the barn because it used to be a barn. Right. And upstairs, we go upstairs, and you, there was an alumni meeting, an AA alumni meeting. And I'll never forget, I'm just sitting there going, this place is amazing. And I don't, I don't know how to explain it, but anyone who's ever come through our program says this all the time. There's a feeling here. And the feeling is, I don't know, you feel like you belong, you feel love. I mean, and it starts from you, Mark, you know, from the top down. And I just felt like, man, there's something different about this place. And the whole time I'm sitting in this meeting, I'm going, Jeez, I need to figure out who owns this place. I had no clue at the time. I'm just clueless. And after we were done, I mean, my friend that I brought, my client, was like, that was amazing. That's exactly what I needed. I mean, I'm serious. That really kind of just helped him kind of go, okay, I'm okay. And anyway, so after I'm, I, I go to Laura, I go, who owns this place? This place is amazing. She's like, Mark Richards. And, and the name sounded really familiar. I'm like, I know that name. How do I know that name? Anyway, I go, would you be willing to give me his contact information. She wouldn't give me your cell number, but she <laughs> gave me your email. And so the next day, so now it's Monday, and I still couldn't get it off my mind. I'm like, that was incredible. And I'm like, I want to be a part of that place. I seriously, I'll never forget. I'm just like, I want to be a part of that place. I don't know how to do it. So I sent an email to you, Mark. I can't even remember what I said. It's been so long, but I basically probably poured my heart out to you and saying how much I love the meeting. I put my resume attached to it, told him my background, and sent it off to you. And not knowing what was going to happen, I mean, he's probably going, who's this dude, you know? And, <laughs> and then I can't remember the exact time frame, but it wasn't too long after I got a response from you, Mark. And you basically said, hey, I love what you sent. I love that you enjoyed that meeting and uh, love, to, love to meet with you. Hey, and I remember that. I remember that. I mean, it was crazy. I remember like it was yesterday. Yeah. And what what was so great about that moment for me mm -hmm. is we were pretty new in this business at that point. Yeah. And all I was looking for is great people. Right. And I remember seeing your email and going, there's something different about this guy. Mm. And again, yeah. 
I don't know if it was because of our mutual friends, yeah. if it was something, you know, that, that pulled me towards you. But what was interesting is from my point of view is I, I read through your resume and I'm thinking, this guy's been doing this forever. Yeah. Why in the heck does he want to come and be with me? <laughs> I know. You know, I didn't feel worthy. I really didn't. <laughs> and, uh, I'll be honest to this day, I probably still don't feel worthy. Oh, wow. And, that's uh, nice you. well, you've, you've <laughs> just been such an inspiration, not only to those out in the world, but to us here at Wasatch and you oh, made you. such a huge difference in our program. Mm-hmm. And that's what I wanted everybody to know today is, Number one, how valuable you are to me and mm-hmm. what you do here and how valuable that is to our center and the uniqueness that you create in what we do. Yeah. And <laughs> I guess that's where I want to lead into the next question sure. is when you came here, what what was your goal? You know, when you, you came, you obviously you want to help people. Yeah. But the goal in mind is obviously, you know, to help. But was there anything more to that sure. when, you, when you came here? You felt this feeling, yeah. and then what was it that you were thinking about at that point? Yeah, that's a great question. You know, I've been to other treatment centers before all that. I mean, I've been around, you know, meetings at other treatment centers, and I know how other treatment centers do things. And that's why I noticed something different here. So it was... I, I'm like, something's different about this treatment center because there's a lot of treatment centers out there, folks, and you probably know that. But I thought, you know what? I, I think I can bring something unique to this place because I'm not a licensed therapist. Um, and typically places like this, like you guys, the treatment centers wouldn't hire me because I'm not licensed. But what that's what makes this place different. I thought, man, this is going to be such an awesome added thing to what they're already doing that no other treatment center is doing. Like I knew that at the time. There might be now, I don't know, but I knew no one was doing this and I came in here thinking, I wanna share this, you know, at the time it'd be like 20, over 20 years of knowledge and experience that I've dealt with with people including my own story and what I've been through. And I thought, you know what? I wanna be able to bring something different to the table. And what's interesting is in, in, you know, when I first started working here, I just kind of, you know, I was a team player, just kind of going with the flow of how things were going. But I knew this wasn't what I wanted to kind of bring to the table. So I remember asking you, I'm like, Mark, will you let me just be me and let me just run with what I got? And you didn't even hesitate. You're like, go for it. (laughs) I was like, what? I wasn't expecting, I was expecting you to go, no, Todd, we got to kind of, you're like, go for it. And you let me run with the things that I've learned. And it's been just awesome. So that was kind of, on my mind, not just because I want to help people, but I thought I could bring something unique to the table. Well, and you've done just that for sure. I mean, the uniqueness of you, Todd, the passion that you bring, the care that you bring is exactly what I was looking for Mm -hmm. at that time and still do in every employee that I hire. And uh, I think you have seen that over the years also. And and I consider you an executive in my company, you know, because I value your opinion and you give me great advice with people inside of our company and outside of our company. Yeah. And mostly I love to ask you about my residents 
Yeah. How's their progress? What are they doing? Yeah. Are they real? <laughs> are they not? Right. Are they vested? You know, I'm asking yeah. all these little questions all the time. And I know that you see what's in there yeah. in every single resident. And from the day you came here, I really believe that you're the most influential person in our treatment facility as far as moving somebody forward from their addiction. Right. Everybody's got a place here. Sure. Everybody's For valuable sure. at Wasatch Recovery. We have great people in our here. own areas. We do. Yep. Uh, but moving forward, their mindset, everything I see ch change in them. And you often tell me about little things that residents hear from you mm -hmm. that make a difference that other people don't say. Can you share some examples? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I can share a bunch. I just did I just did a, a group with our clients just a couple hours ago, and I had them pull out their journals and I had them write this down. My addiction is the wake-up call to my greatness. And, and I asked, because we got some new people here, and people who have been here for a minute know that I talk a lot about this. And I said, I wanna hear what you guys think about that. And it was just interesting, I just opened up the floor, you know, and people were like, oh yeah, I agree. And then others, the kind of new people are looking at me like deer in the headlights, like, I go, I bet you've never heard that anywhere in any treatment. And I even asked them, have you been in other treatment centers? And they're like, yeah, huh? And I go, I bet you've never heard that ever. They're like, nope. And I say, because see, addiction, when we're in our addiction, we are truly going against who we really are. And, and when I say that, everyone logically goes, yeah, but it's interesting that we never look at ourselves as great. I think we struggle with that. And, and in my life and in the past, I struggle with that as well too. I mean, I think we all do on some yeah, level. I think everybody But is. to say that addiction is the wake-up call to your greatness. And when you, these people are starting to wake up, and that's, I think, one of the things I do. I'm waking these people up to let them see, dude, you're, you're amazing. Quit playing small. And, you know, there's a new guy over in our, in our house, and he's literally looking at me like, and he's all beat up, too. He <laughs> fell on his face. He looks hammered. And he's literally looking at me, and I just started laughing. I go, you never heard that, right? And he goes, yeah. And I go, it's true, though. So, little, you know, that's one, that's one example of things that I say. Um, probably the biggest thing that I say, and you can see it right above here, is I have a client, when my clients come into this office on day one, I always say this. I go, I'm going to tell you something that I don't want you to ever forget. You can forget everything else I ever tell you, but I want you to never forget this. Can you promise me that you'll never forget what I'm going to tell you next? And you know, and they'll say, yeah. And I, and I go, I'm serious. I don't care if you forget my name. I don't care if you forget me, but don't forget this. And I say, it's the greatest truth about you. And you guys who are listening to this, you got to understand I'm talking to people who have just detoxed from alcohol and benzos and heroin and you name, I mean, you name it. They've been blowing up their lives. And I have them read this statement out loud, which is right above my head here in the office. It says, the most delightful surprise in life is to suddenly recognize there's nothing wrong with me. And I'm telling you, Mark, it's my favorite part of my job because I get to watch them start to cry. They get emotional. Some people laugh because they feel uncomfortable with it. They're like, <laughs> really, Todd? You really, and I go, don't you ever forget, it's the greatest truth. And I go, as soon as you embrace that, you could leave. Like you could honestly leave because the problem is, is everyone comes in here telling themselves a story that there's something wrong with them. Now that doesn't mean we're perfect. Um, it doesn't mean that we don't have stuff to work on, but we walk around just telling ourselves, I'm less than, I'm not good enough, I, I'm different so I can't connect. 
And we create this narrative that just drives this depression and this anxiety, and we just try to numb out from it. So when I tell them that, man, it's awesome to watch their responses. They may not fully get it on day one, but I'll tell you, when they leave here, I always ask, you can't argue it. And they go, no, I can't, Todd. Yeah. Go, and I just say, don't ever forget it. So, I mean, there's a couple examples. I love it. <laughs> I love the examples and that, that one in particular, you know, we're okay. Yeah. You're okay. Yeah. And there's nothing wrong with you because the world wants to tell every addict that there's something wrong with them. Yep. And we disagree yeah. at Wasatch Recovery. We disagree. Yeah. And uh, a lot of people will differ in their opinions there. Families will differ in that opinion sure. often yeah. because they see the destruction that it can cause. But we know from our experience that that is truth. Yeah. And there's a big movement right now because of the mental health issues going on, which I totally understand, that they'll say it's okay to not be okay, which I'm okay with that. But I always add, so it's it's okay to not be okay, but the truth is you're still Okay. And that's what we help them realize here. So you're right. It's okay to not be okay at times because we're all, we all have our struggles and battles, especially right now. But when, when you can get someone to realize, but I'm still okay, you know, and I always go back to these little kids. I shared an amazing story today if we have time, but, um, about how when we were little kids, we just sat in our, uh, uncomfortableness. We just sat in it. I mean, I'm just gonna be honest. We call it sitting in your shit. And we just sat in it, and I always ask, how, how did we get through it? And we, we might have thrown a tenter, temper tantrum, we might have cried, we might have yelled, but what always happened eventually, and everyone in unison goes, it got better. And I go, we had it figured out when we were kids. So yeah, you're gonna have moments where you don't feel okay, but the truth is you're still okay. And once you talk it out, you go, oh man, I'm okay. <laughs> it's so right? true. So no, anyway. it's so true. And uh, again, I think that... Um, you know, we focus so much here on the entire holistic approach, meaning yeah. mind, body, and spirit. For sure. And if they're not in conjunction with each other, you're going to be a little bit dysfunctional. Yeah. So we focus on all three areas. And, you know, that is so important. And I've heard some of our other therapists mention that you need to look towards your inner child. Yeah. And I know you focus a lot on that. Yeah. Because when we were all children... At yeah. least when we were born, we had, we were perfect. Yep. We were perfect to that point. Yep. And, you know, we've learned yeah. to be insecure. We've learned to have anxiety. We've learned through situations that we've been dealt. Yep. But we're okay. And yeah. I love that. I just love what you do there. Yeah, it is so powerful. And it really is. And, and if, if someone right now is wrestling with that going, oh, I don't know if we can say that. Well, and again, you got to understand the whole concept because like you said, Mark, we learned, like for instance, we're born honest. We don't, we don't come out as liars. Right. We've never, kids are the most honest people on the planet. We learn to lie because we don't want to offend someone typically or we want to act cool or whatever it is, but we weren't, we weren't liars. So our true self is we're honest. So funny right? because... Uh, <laughs> When I was young, and uh, I went and lived in Holland for a period of time, yeah. and to learn a different language, I had always heard, just ask the children. And what do the children do? They tell you if you're saying it right or not. <laughs> We're right. too afraid yeah. 
to say, hey, you're not, you're not saying that correctly. Right. And the children will always say, you can't say that. <laughs> That's not how you say that. Right. So <laughs> in numerous circumstances, yeah. children are honest. They just say what they think. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I heard the other day, um, <laughs> Tina, who's been on our podcast before, yeah. our experiential director, a, a little kid sat behind one of her sons and said, he's got girl hair because <laughs> he has long hair. Well, that's true because most girls have long hair. Yeah. And uh, they just state the truth. It's they not just, offensive. Right. And I love that. Yeah. I just love that. And that's another thing that we do here at Wasatch is we speak truth. Yep. A lot of people don't like to hear the truth mm -hmm. because the truth hurts. Yep. And that's what I appreciate, again, so much of what you do mm -hmm. is you tell them a different truth than what other people have been telling them. Yeah. And I, and that's yeah. where I think there's a lot of difference here. Yeah. No, I'll tell you, you know, it's funny uh, going back to the kid thing and also the truth. It's like I said, if a little kid, you know, I'm talking to a group of our clients, you know, who have just blown up their lives. And I said, if a little kid came in here right now and did a cartwheel, we'd all go, oh, that's the cute. That's so cute. But if an adult did it, we'd be like, they're weird. Yeah. What are they doing? They're weird. Are they, are they on something? <laughs> yeah, you know? Right. And it's funny how, why, why do we have to change that? It's not about being childish, but let's be childlike. And, and it goes into like these, I always have my clients also on day one, write down, I always have them write down, I am what I repeatedly do. And then I talk about the four, I talk about these four things. Be honest, because it kills bad behavior. Have integrity, nothing else matters. Uh, be accountable, and when you do that, suffering stops and help someone. And then I have them write down, what's the definition of success? And it's, it's so interesting, Mark. I always get, um, it's probably having a career and a family and money or you know financial freedom. You know, I get uh, so many different answers, which they're all good. Nothing wrong with those. Sure. But I always say the true definition of success is waking up in a good mood. And if you can do that consistently, you have figured out life. And I always say if you'll do those four things because you are what you repeatedly do, you'll eventually get to a point where you're waking up in a good mood consistently. And I'm that. telling you, they literally look at me. And I'll tell you, and I always say, you came here to Wasatch looking for an answer, right? And they go, yeah. And I go, I just gave it to you. And they literally like, just like blown away. <laughs> and I go, yes, we need to process your past and your trauma. And that's sure. all, like you said, this is, this is a well-oiled machine here. We need all parts. But I'll tell you, the answer comes down to those four basic things. If you did those four things, I'm telling you, it's game over. Name that one more time, those four things. Be honest, because honesty kills bad behavior. Have integrity, which is doing the right thing when no one's looking. Again, nothing matters or nothing else matters. You got to have one or the other there. Three, be accountable, which means 100% responsibility for your life. When you do that, suffering stops because the opposite of accountable, uh, being accountable is pointing the finger and blaming someone else. And I've been there. When I was in the height of my addiction, I was blaming my family, my dad, you name it. It was their fault. It was his fault, and I stayed stuck, and I continued to suffer. It wasn't until my mentor slapped me upside the head and said, Todd, <laughs> knock it off. He goes, this is on you. Take accountability. And it was this wake-up call for me. I was like, oh, my gosh. I never thought of it that way. He goes, you're going to keep suffering if you keep blaming. Stop blaming, and your suffering will stop. So that's where that comes from. And then number four, which to me is the most important, help someone else. Give it away. 
one of the most, uh, another powerful principle I talk about is if you want to be, give it away, fill in the blank. If you want to be inspiring, go inspire someone and now you're inspiring. If you want to fill love today, go give away love. Now you've got love. You give to get. And, you know, I say this all the time. If you master the first 11 steps of AA, you'll drink again. If you master step 12, you'll never touch another drop. What's step 12? Help somebody else. I love that. Yeah, so. Well, we do, again, <laughs> here, here at Wasatch, we focus so much on service, and I, I tend to focus on that when my residents are leaving. I love to pull them Absolutely. in. Absolutely, you're great at that. Talk a lot about service. Just yep. go serve somebody. If you're feeling down, yeah. do something small. Say hello. Hold yeah. the door open. Do something little, and it'll brighten your day, and it'll brighten somebody else's day, and it makes you realize that life is short, makes you realize that, those things will go away that you yeah. teach yeah. and they will become happy. Yeah. And so one of the things that we do here so great is we don't focus a ton on drugs and alcohol. Yeah. We, we call this a life program yep. and really is how can you create joy in your life yep. where you don't need drugs and alcohol anymore. And, uh, I love that concept of joy. Yeah. And I remember you telling me, once that there's a difference between happy and joy. Yes. Can you explain that? Yes, yeah. So happiness is an emotion, which means emotions come and go. So happiness is kind of at times fleeting. It's like rising bubbles. Like there they are and now they're gone, right? Joy is the state of the heart. It's like oxygen. It's ever present. And you think about, you know, think about babies and one, two, three, four-year-olds. You know, we both have grandchildren right, now. Right, Just we do, all you have to do is sit and watch them at a family party and they're in joy 24-7. They, because they're living in their natural self. That's their natural state. It's not happiness. It's actual joy. There's a huge difference. Happiness comes and goes, but joy is ever present. And, and when we learn to keep our thoughts in the present moment is when we experience joy. And when we were kids, we did that so well. As we get older, we start comparing ourselves, we start th overthinking stuff, and now we start feeling sad and anxious, and then Fearing where's the, the joy? And then happiness will come in, yeah. but it, then it goes, and then you're like, oh, I feel anxious again, or I feel sad again. When in reality, our natural state is joy, and when we can tap into that again, as adults especially, and that's one of the things we teach here. Is, and you're right, this is a life program. It's funny you say that because I was asking the group even today, I said, hey, you guys remember when we were little kids, we would just roll down a hill? <laughs> right. Like, remember that? Oh, yeah. We just, just rolled love it. it. And we thought it was amazing. Me? It was the greatest thing in the but world. But imagine seeing a bunch of adults rolling down a hill. <laughs> Everyone would go, they're weird. But it's so funny how we have to look at that and judge that. Whereas kids, we can roll down a hill and we're just experiencing joy rolling down a hill. But as adults, no, it's, that's for kids. We don't do that. And, and I just think we need to look at things differently. And I think that's one of the things we do here really well is have them go, oh, this is what joy is. It's different than happiness. I love that. So, yeah. I love that so much. And I know <laughs> Tina brings a lot of that out for out sure. of them yeah. in her experiential activities. Yeah, she really is great at that. She, you know, our people get to do little kid things if we want to call it absolutely that. get to play with chalk get to do <laughs> yeah. vision boards yeah. you know things that really yeah make them go oh my word are we really going to play with sidewalk chalk today yeah and by the end they're loving it they're loving their it. creativity comes yep. out next thing you know their competitiveness comes out because we have two <laughs> homes and yeah. they're they're battling against each other who's going to do the totally, best and yeah. i love seeing that so cool well todd yeah. you're you're one of again you're probably one of the most 
important pieces to what we do here at Wasatch Recovery, and I want you to know that, and I truly believe that. Um, Thank you. And the reason I know that is because so many people have testified of that to me, old residents, Mm ex-residents, people who still may struggle keep exactly what you said they don't forget your words yeah. we, ha- we we always said for years and years and years we said you may not be successful on the first try but you'll never like using drugs and alcohol again after coming through wasatch recovery yeah. and i've i've had numerous people come back and say i hated it i yep. now i'm ready yeah because i didn't like it anymore yeah and uh, i love that well, once your mind's been stretched, it can never go back to its original dimensions. So what we do is we stretch the mind here, which means awareness. And now their awareness is there. They have to physically and mentally and spiritually lie to themselves, knowing that this is wrong to go relapse. And we like to say we ruin your relapse from now on. It's ruined. Right. It just is. Cause, and everyone will go, yeah, I didn't enjoy it. It sucked. Because again, their awareness is expanded to a point where you can't deny. And that's the thing. They can't deny their greatness. Like going back to what I, you know, teach them in the very beginning, the addictions, the wake up call to their greatness. When they're getting ready to leave, I go, you can't deny your greatness now, can you? And they, they literally go, you're Todd, Todd, you're right. I can't deny it. I go, isn't that amazing? How cool is that? See, you came here and you discovered your greatness. This, so it's not a necessarily a treatment program, which it is, but this is the best university on the planet. Right. <laughs> I, I totally agree. And uh, you're the best professor on the planet. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give that to oh, you. Oh, thank you. Here's, here's my question for you. Sure. Have you realized how great you are? <laughs> you know, I can honestly say yes. And, you know, if you were to ask me that maybe 15 years ago, I would have squirmed at that question. I would have been like, oh, okay. And I would have, oh, thanks, Mark, you know. But, no, I, I'll own that because I can't. I can't teach that to the client if I don't believe it myself. Right. You know, and that doesn't mean I'm perfect, folks. I struggle. I mean, I've had a rough couple months if you knew what I've been through, uh, losing my sister. And, you know, I just spoke at a funeral and of someone that went through our program. And, you know, but I know I know my greatness. I really do. And I know that uh, that that's okay to admit that. And I feel comfortable saying that. And, and you know, I'll never forget when I first got in this business. This was 30 years ago, mind you. Yeah. My mentor... He says, what do you want to do, Todd? And I'll never forget, I was telling him, I'm like, I want to be a motivational speaker. I want to do life coaching. This is before all that was popular. Right. I'm not kidding you. This is old school stuff. And I'll never forget what he told me. He says, okay, great, Todd. He goes, you know what the hardest thing for you to do to do that? I'm like, what? He goes, practice what you preach. And when he said that, logically, I go, oh, I know what that means. And then I'd go out and I would go do a speaking event or I'd meet with a client. And then I realized afterwards, I'm like, I'm telling this client to do this stuff and I'm not doing it. And I'm like, boy, he was right. And so I have worked really hard over the years and I really do pride myself on if I'm going to tell a client um, to do this or to believe this or to understand this, I'd better dang well be doing it myself. I love that. And uh, I know I've self-checked quite a bit lately on that exact concept of being a great coach but not a great player. I keep saying that mm. to myself, man, I'm a yeah. great coach, but I'm not a great player. Mm. And I, and yeah. I've been really thinking about that a lot going, I need to be a great coach and a great player. And right. I've That's really tried point. to focus on that. And, and just yeah. meaning I got to practice what I preach and I try yeah. and hold everybody here accountable to that sure. uh, standard. Right. Um, I love to set an expectation 
with our clients yes. when they walk in the door. I yeah. don't think there's very many treatment centers that actually set an expectation for Let alone it. from the owner. Right, right. <laughs> Seriously. But I do. And and I think our residents know that yeah. I expect them to do well. And I think I've said that on a couple of Absolutely. podcasts. Uh, I expect that they come here for a reason. I expect them to gain something out of this program. Yeah. And if they're not ready, well, you know, come back when you are. Yeah. And I've said that before also, and not many owners of facilities are going to say that either because yeah. they don't want to lose their people. <laughs> Right. I don't want to lose them either yeah. in the sense of I don't want them to die. Exactly. And I want them to be ready and I yeah. want them to come and really put in 100% effort because I know what works. Yep. I'm yeah. so amazed at your, the work that you do personally with these people because it sticks so hard with them. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's just it's so fun to watch. That's my favorite part. Is it's just so fun to watch <laughs> yeah. and to see yeah. the influence you have, your passion, your desire, your care for these people to move forward is so, so great. I can tell you Wasatch Recovery would not be the same without you. That means and, a lot. Thanks, uh, Mark. No, it just means the world to me that you're here. Um, what else? Is there anything else that... Yeah, I, w- I do want to say this because this is, I think, what sets me apart. And I don't take credit when I say this, like someone taught this to me, is that simplicity is power. And I'll never forget when I first started doing this 32 years ago, which still blows my mind. It's been that long. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> yeah. I'm getting old, folks. Well, I've been doing um, it for 10 and I can't believe it. Yeah, 10 so, years. Yeah, it's awesome. It's just crazy. It's so awesome. But I used to overcomplicate this whole thing, you know. I used to, you know, throw a, a brain video up on the TV and, you know, here's what happens when you snort cocaine and this part of your brain's going to go red and, you know, and this is why it's a disease and all this stuff. And I'm not kidding you, my clients would walk out of going, what the freak did we just do? <laughs> know, like right? they're confused. Yeah. And I'm like giving them all this stuff to read and all that. And it hits me. And again, my mentor, I had a mentor, I'm going to give him props right now, Rich Saunders, that guy is my mentor to this day. And that guy just, it was amazing. Anyway. He just talks about simplify things. You are overcomplicating this whole thing. And I started realizing, oh my gosh, I am, right? And so um, I always say this now, one of the biggest lies that I hear from my clients, it's the biggest lie. I've been doing this for 30 years, like I said. And I always ask, what do you think the biggest lie is ever, I've ever heard? And it's this, Todd, it can't be that simple. And I'm like, it is. That's the lie you're telling yourself because it is that simple. So simplicity is power, and I want to make that clear. And I think that's what people love here. You go ask every client here, whoever's been through here, they'll go, oh, yeah, Todd simplifies it in such a way that I realize, one, I can do it, but yet how powerful it is. Right. Right? So I just want anyone listening to this, if you have a loved one who's struggling um, and you're, you're trying to figure out a place to take them or wherever, I'm telling you what I love about this place is we're, we're tough but we do it with love and compassion, but we also simplify it in such a way that people walk out of it. That's, that's that mind stretch we were just talking about. I just love that. It's been stretched. You can't deny it. And you walk out of it going, holy cow, I am amazing. <laughs> I, I love that. And uh, sitting with you makes you realize each part and each person, they do have those amazing characteristics yeah and i love again the way we do things because they realize that before they walk out of here yep 
and they can't deny. And that's what's so powerful about the the changing of the narrative that you always say. Changing yep. that narrative oh, in their yeah. brain is so vital yep. um, to their success, in my opinion. And that's why you have such an effect on them is you literally simplify their thinking and change the narrative. And yeah. when they walk out, they know they're okay. Yeah. And uh, I, I, I just love it. I love it so much. Yeah, it's so much fun, man. It's, it's, it's great to see people come in here who obviously are struggling and they have a really poor narrative. Um, the most powerful force in the human psyche is the story we tell ourselves about ourselves. And so what I, one of the main things I do here is help them reshape and change that narrative because once you change the narrative, I'll say this all the time, and, and you ask anyone here, I'll say, you guys don't have a drinking problem, you don't have a drug problem, you have a thinking problem. I'm here, we're here to help you change the way you think. Because once you do that, it's game over. Yeah. You know? And so, yeah, it's it's fun to just watch people change their belief systems before our very eyes and start believing in themselves and loving who they are, and it's it's fun. Well... We love the Wasatch Way. Yeah. We've always loved the Wasatch Way. We yeah. love to tell people about the Wasatch Way. Um, we hope more people will do it the Wasatch Way. Yeah. We really do because we care about we care about everybody who's struggling. Yeah. And again, just like you said, if anybody's struggling, feel free to call us. Um, you're yeah. welcome to call me yes. at any time on my mobile. It's 801-898-7778. And... Uh, we would love to help in any way that we can, yeah. and I just appreciate you so much. Oh, and thanks, man. what an opportunity for me <laughs> to be able to sit and interview you. Yeah, it's been and fun, Kind man. of flip flop. I like we it. Normally do so. It's yeah, a little easier on this end, right? No, it's <laughs> it's great. No, I just love your I love your advice. I love the way you see things in this world. It's truly inspiring, and uh, you know, Todd inspires, and you do. <laughs> Thank so, you so much, man. You're sure welcome. Well, um, thanks for uh, uh, interviewing me. You did a great job. And this is another episode of The Wasatch Way, and I just want to thank all of you for tuning in. And just know that uh, I love what I do. I love it. I'm passionate about it, and I'm going to do this till the day I die. And I mean that. Like I will do nothing other than this. Um, I don't want to do anything else. I wouldn't want to do anything else. And uh, I'm just grateful for you, Mark for allowing me to be me here. Like you you didn't paint me into a box and say you can only say these things. You just let me run with it. And it's funny, folks. When I when Mark let me just let go of the reins and let me do my thing, you know, I, I ruffled some feathers here uh, for a few for a little while. <laughs> um, but I think people now know that my heart's in the right place and that I really support everything that we're doing here what what I'm saying. And so it's been really good to just be a part of the team that way. But I want to thank you for providing this amazing facility that has amazing people that work for you. And uh, you're amazing. I always looked up to you. It was weird when I first started working here. I'm like, man, that's Mark Richards, you know. And I finally started knowing who you were. And then I tell my wife, she's like, oh, yeah, I went to elementary school with that kid. <laughs> and then my dad knew you. My brother knew you. I mean, I everyone know. knew you. I'm like, how did I not connect with you earlier? It's so weird. I know. But it's been, it's been a great ride. And I just can't thank you enough for believing in me and giving me this opportunity to share my talents and my experience with your clients. And it's just wonderful. And I just love it. Well, I, I so appreciate you. I really do. I love you to death. Thanks, man. So. Well, thank you, guys. Thanks for tuning in. Uh, hope, hopefully you enjoyed this episode with uh, me on the other end. <laughs> um, if you have someone who's struggling and you're not sure how to even talk to them, 
a great way to do this, and I've, other people have done this, the great way to break the ice is share this episode with them. Just send the link to them, text it to them, and say, hey, listen to this, and then you can follow up with a question, and if they need help, please reach out to Mark, with it, and you can call him on his phone number or send him a text. He's always, that's what's so cool, the owner will actually take your call, which is you know, unheard of in my opinion. Anytime. Anytime. So I love you guys. Mark, once again, this is fun, and uh, uh, can't wait for the next Wasatch Way. Sounds great. Thanks. See you, everybody. Love you guys.